0: Hi, I'm Stephanie Morris and this is Quarantine Cocktail Hour. Hi, welcome back to the Quarantine Cocktail Hour. It's been a weird two weeks, and I haven't been feeling like myself, or feeling like talking. So, I took some time and sat with all that's been going on. Damn, this world is a mess right now. But I think that's why it's so important I keep doing this podcast. It's not only helping me stay sane, it's also helping me just keep in contact with all of my friends I may not have spoken to in the past couple of years. It also helps others to feel less alone. I mean, what other podcast will let you travel the world and meet new friends every episode? But it's important to remember, in times like this, we all need to reach out to our loved ones and let them know we care. And I will be reading a poem by Dylan Thomas, to remind us to not go gentle into that good night. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at the close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Though wise men at their end know dark is right, because their words have forked no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright Their frail deeds might not have danced in a green bay Rage, rage against the dying of the light Wild men who caught and sang in the sunlight flight And in learn, too late, they grieved on its way Do not go gentle into that good night Grave men near death, who see blinding sight Blinding eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on the sad heights, curse bless me. Now with your fierce tears, I pray, do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. On today's episode, I will be speaking to a very special friend of mine, Adrian Black. Not only is Adrian a wonderful person and a great husband, he's also a spectacular performer. He can sing, dance, produce, rap, whatever you want. He's like a triple threat times three. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what... Life is like for a black person in China. Spoiler, not the easiest. We'll also be touching on spirituality, racism, China in general, what life is like in Shenzhen right now after the pandemic, and how to get along with your significant other during quarantine. Stay tuned while we travel to Shenzhen and figure out what's going on over there. So, without
1: further ado, Let's get to it. When I verse will show me, and it will show thee. The crevice of second guessing, the life inside, overflowing. I'm doing the best that I can, cause that's what I'm to do.
2: I'm gonna rip my clan and baby. Here is a sample. This for the try. We gotta stay alive. With everything we got just so we'll survive. quarantine cocktail
0: hour today my guest is a good friend of mine adrian who is currently living in shenzhen where i just came from and i'll let him introduce himself a little bit
3: hello uh i'm adrian black uh yes i live in shenzhen i'm from the uh, virginia united states uh i have my own podcast pass the back podcast i didn't know that i need and, to look uh, at yeah. Yeah, and. yeah uh, I'm so happy to be
4: here. Awesome. And I love you, I love you yeah.
0: Stephanie. I love you, too.
3: Um,
0: thank you so much for coming on. Uh, what are you doing in Shenzhen right now? What's the job that you're doing or what, what are you up to?
3: I, uh, in the daytime, I write SEO content for a marketing firm in Miami. And uh, at night, I'm a performer at The Brew, and I'm a musical director. It's at a bar here. So, yeah, I'm a singer.
0: Awesome. Yeah. You're got to get
3: jobs when I can.
0: <laughs> That's an understatement to say you're a singer. You're like um, a performer and singer and writer and amazing everything. Basically, you should be I like much. <laughs> you should be much like you should be absolutely famous. But um, I'll come, we'll come in time, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's chat a little bit about China, because it's sort of been at the epicenter of like all of China. the conversation. China. Yeah. China. Sorry, I didn't say it right. Yeah. China. 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 So we'll chat we'll China. a little bit on that. Um, so I know that uh, we went into quarantine in Canada, I guess like March 15th. And I think that was like quite a bit after you guys did. So can you just like let me know your experience about when you guys sort of went into quarantine and like what that sort of looked like and like what you guys were told sort of as foreigners.
3: Uh, well, when it first started happening, like the first week of everything coming out, I remember I was still DJing and working because it was like the week before Chinese New Year. So when it was like Janu- yeah. January, January. Maybe 15th through the 21st, like I was still working, but I was like really sick the whole time. Like, had a really bad cough and I couldn't shake it. And, and this was before like Chinese New Year and everything, Man. kind of before the people knew that the, the virus was a real thing. Yeah. So I might have had it.
4: Yeah, I it, had it had sounds it. like it.
3: Um, and, and then I passed it on to Bea, my wife. Uh, and then she was coughing for like two or three days. So, but then everything, and then eventually we were fine. And then that's when I find out, you know, uh, maybe like a week later, around like the 23rd of January that, you know, uh, this virus is going around and that, and then soon after it was locked down, maybe a week or two later, like going into February, like the first week of February. Wow. So
0: So, like uh, right at the beginning of it all.
3: Yeah. And it was horrifying it was horrifying tell me uh, because like i don't know i just never experienced it i mean none of us have ever experienced anything like that where you have to stay at home and uh and and then they cancel like all delivery services and everything so you like the only way you get food was to like go to the grocery store which was still open but Mm -hmm. it was just it was just really scary and then um I remember them like canceling all the mail services. Like all the mail was at the front gate. Like everything was at the front gate. So if you if you did order something for delivery, you had to go mm. to the front gate to get it. Or like nobody could come in. And then eventually, like you could only leave once a day. You could only leave your house and come back once a day. Some people had it worse though. Some people like, they they couldn't leave their house at all. Like if their complex had a had a case, they couldn't leave at all. Like the government was delivering them food
0: Wow, and, uh, really?
3: Yeah, the, the government was delivering people food for a while like bringing them rice and like vegetables and some meat but
0: Damn, I didn't yeah, know it,
3: that. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy when it first when it first happened like it was very scary. I think I have a picture of and I on like Facebook or something with like masks and like gloves and then like hoodies, like pulled over here, just like, just our eyes out.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I'll have to find that yeah. and post that with like your a,
3: Like a face key. Yeah, a face,
4: like a face skinny. Skinny.
3: Yeah, for sure, yeah, we were, we that's made crazy. Our own face skinny. And then like the masks were sold out initially, cause you know, when it of first course. happened here, they weren't mass producing masks the way they are now. So yeah. like masks ran out for a while. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty scary. And then you know I wasn't, and it was Chinese New Year because I wasn't working, either way. Yeah. And then and then nobody was working. <laughs> right, of
0: course. <laughs> yeah. And, then, then.
3: Uh, <laughs> and it was a ghost town. Like when we uh, did go to buy groceries, yeah. like there was nobody outside. Like I'd never seen anything like it. Where it was just like no, I mean, Shenzhen has what potentially twenty million people. Yep. On on the on the books is maybe fifteen million. Yeah. But, like, and for real, for real, it's like yeah. 20 to 22 million
0: people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I always said it was like, it felt like, uh, yeah, 25 million or something like that.
3: Exactly. I like
0: what what we know about China, well, I guess what we don't know about China is, is there's so many undocumented people. So, I mean, like, right. when people they say... Everywhere. Yeah, and you see it. You see it in Shenzhen too. You're like, definitely those people are not like filling in a census. Like, absolutely not. Right. You know what I mean?
3: Well, I mean, that's the thing about Shenzhen. Like, people are in and out all the time. Yeah. It's like, a migrant city. People come here to work. And nobody's really from here. I would say maybe like 15% of the population is actually from here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then everybody else just comes here to work because, you know, especially economics. So.
0: Exactly. It's like, where do they work? Man, know, that's like, scary though. I, I remember-, I remember- yeah, I remember watching um, some news about China and, the co- and, like, the coronavirus happening there. I don't remember what city it was. It could have been Wuhan, because, like, since that's sort of where, like, the beginning of all this started, they were going around, and, like, the government and the police was going around and, like, um, soldering people's doors shut and, like, putting yeah. up... Like, that's fucked.
3: Yeah. They had, they had... Here, they had, like, this, like, tape it wasn't like a tape but it was like a sign that they put on your door so they know if you opened your door because it would be broken so yeah some oh, people no. couldn't leave
0: because so if it was only like that if like, there was a case in that like exactly yeah if they had, they
3: had a case that. in their building um then they wouldn't be allowed to leave <sighs> until until they had you know took got the person I don't know what I don't know all the details of that but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was I know that if they had a, these were people that had cases in their building
4: and that lasted
3: for maybe two weeks to a month oh, until about March. And then, until about March, things slowly started to like ease, ease down a little bit. And then like restaurants started to kind of reopen wow. towards like end of March, beginning of April. And then since April, it's pretty much been back to normal. Really? Except for like, you have to wear masks, there's mm-hmm. temperature checks everywhere.
0: Oh, temperature checks everywhere, eh?
3: Yeah. They took, they temperature check you going in and out basically everywhere now. It's
0: pretty smart, though. I mean, like, that's been a big thing, too. Like, living in Asia for so long, especially China, yeah, you can say what you want about it being communist and controlled, but I mean, like, when it comes to handling something like this, they're doing, like, a pretty fucking good job now.
3: Yeah, I mean, comparing it to, like, where I'm from in Virginia, like, in the States, it's... Yeah. Totally different response, and uh, and I feel like the government here has been has been really transparent in a lot of ways. I mean, more than I expect,
4: <laughs> yeah. um,
3: In some ways, but I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm not an expert in that stuff. But as far as like my me, my family and I, my wife and I, getting information about what's going on, I feel like I've gotten all the information that I've needed, and. Uh, and for the most part, things have been you know, smooth as they can be during the pandemic.
4: <laughs> right, <laughs> Except
3: for everything that happened in Guangzhou. That, that, was, that was crazy.
0: What? Yeah. what happened in Guangzhou? Tell me, tell me, tell me.
3: Well, in Guangzhou, uh, there, Af- there was a breakout uh, within like, the small, smaller African community there. Um, they traced it back to a, a restaurant that, uh, that one of the cooks ended up having it, ended up getting it. And, uh, and so like they were passing it around to like different people in the restaurant, different visitors to the restaurant. So that kind of broke out. And then, you know, Chin- uh, some of the local uh, building managers like started to like evict their African residents. And then, yeah, and then uh, from- and, yeah. Yeah, and then from there, oh yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty big national news. Like, there's been a lot of backlash from it. And then, uh, what else happened? Uh, So, like, some of these people were out on the streets for like three days, you know, literally on the streets. And then, like, uh, like guards and security guards and police were like making a move from place to place, saying like, you can't be here. And like a lot of people, but then also a lot of people came together, like, raised money to provide meals and like uh like offer support to these people and 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 then they and then you know they like had a place like they had their own place where they were already paying rent that they got evicted from so that was unfortunate but uh but then also like the government came out made statements you know about like not supporting some of that stuff you know making sure that you know taking care of these people so i think overall it was about a week of like this is crazy and then everything kind of like subsided and went back to normal but there's definitely some fear there uh, in the yeah, local population when they yeah. see, see black and brown people um, nowadays. And I think that was a direct result of that, so.
0: Yeah, and it's too bad because I mean, like uh, China's not the easiest place to, to live in general, like even being like a white mm, person, no. um, <laughs> anything, and then add being like a person of color into a weird racist society that is built on like oppressing people not really like an easiest place to live for yeah for um, african-american or african anything
3: yeah i mean diversity isn't isn't something that you know isn't something that they're used to championing i feel like it's it's changing for sure it's definitely changed a lot since i've been here last i've been here almost eight years yeah i would feel i definitely feel like it is changing um i would you know give the the credit to like you know, sports figures, President Obama. Yeah. um, And, like, prominent, you know, uh, brown people or black people who have had, like, direct relationships with China. And um, I've learned a lot about, like, this specific history between, like, the Chinese government and, like, early African Americans, like, W.E.B. Du Bois and, like, the Black Panthers, and, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of different um, historical historically famous black like, figures, you know, have a have a link to China. Really?
0: Ways. I didn't really even think about that. Yeah,
3: like WEB Du Bois, you know, him he and his wife came here and like met with like one of the met one of the lead met with Chairman Mao. And like yeah, it's like and uh it's one it's one composer. I can't remember. I want I don't want to say it's Dizzy Gillespie or John Culture. It's like one of those like very famous musicians like came here. And like, uh, took the Chinese national anthem like back to the states and performed it, what? and like, yeah. So it's like definitely some links there. Yeah. But it's uh, it's definitely interesting. It really. Is. A, yeah.
0: That's a word you can use, hey.
3: Yeah, that's my word. That's what I'm gonna use. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I live
3: here. I live here, so I've learned how to to be very <laughs> right. Cautious with my words.
0: Right, of course. No, I knew somebody is always listening, so you have to no, be right. Yeah, facts. it must be scary. Yeah, you
3: know, I wouldn't say it's scary. I mean, come if you're compared to the states, it's like you know, yeah. Patriot Act in NRA, like they the the NOAA,
4: yeah, the and, but yeah and they're I-
3: always listening, they don't even need a they don't need uh. <laughs> They don't need to <laughs> warn anything. Yeah. Everybody's listening, so yeah. I just make sure I put on a good show.
0: Yeah, you got it. <laughs> no, I know. Like, what's happening in the states right now is is so fucked up. I, I, oh wow! Like yeah. I can't even. Every day you 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 like listen to the news, and I'm just so honestly flabbergasted and like I guess like it's disgusting and like. I don't know. I don't really see it changing. Like, didn't like.
3: I'm, I'm, a, I'm inspired. I don't. It doesn't. I mean, I, you know, obviously, you know, what happened with the specifically of the, of the people who have been murdered. You know, um, that part is. You know, I agree with you. It's just, like disgusting, horrible. You don't want to have. You don't want that to happen to anybody. No. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but everything that's happening now is kind of inspiring. I think people. Oh,
0: absolutely.
3: Are, like, playing a. I'm just excited that people are having really con- those hard conversations.
4: Yeah,
3: a long time you know got swept under the rug. So yeah, that part inspires me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And it's been going on now what for almost three weeks.
3: Yeah, basically a month now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I also no,
3: are no, three weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it it what was really cool and amazing was that it wasn't just like in the one place that it happened. It literally was on no. every state.
3: Yeah. It, it it's it's spread. It's spread yeah. really fast. And, yeah. And that part is inspiring too, you know.
0: Like hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, fuck's sake. Especially during a pandemic when really people right. are able to stay inside and be that part
3: is scary.
4: That part is scary. That
3: part is scary. Yeah. <laughs> that part is that scary. Yeah, because you know, like, I mean, social distancing in mass, like living here, it's a real thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it won't <laughs> It works. It works, too. And, yeah. uh, and of course, you know, haji. you know, that goes a long way. That stops. That's been, you know, prevalent for a long time, you know, washing your hands and everything.
0: Yeah, of course.
3: Avoiding touching your face as I touch my face all the time.
0: Oh, no, my God. But, uh, it's terrible. I'm touching my face right now. But I'm at home. It's like.
3: Yeah, we're funny. home. We're home.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Like, me and my boyfriend would always, like, talk about it and be like, I just, I can't wait to, like, go home and touch my face so bad. Like, I right. can't You know what I mean? And you're just like. Right. Like, you don't realize how much you touch your face until you can't touch your face. Facts. Right?
3: Like, <laughs> All f- facts, no fiction. Yeah. And it's, it's so tough true.
0: because, like, we're not used to anything like this. And you're right. Like you said at the beginning, it's like, this is unprecedented. And nobody knows what's going on. So we, like, don't know what to do. Because right. um, I know, like you said in Shenzhen right now, like, masks are mandatory pretty much everywhere. Like, you're getting your temperature checked. It is not like it's, that
3: it's it's chilled a little bit though on the okay mask.
0: well that's good i mean like even uh at the beginning i mean like that's still not like that here we, right. do, we there's no um mandatory mask wearing um there's definitely no like temperature checking anywhere so i mean like right. it's crazy to think about china in like a way that i thought about it for so long which is like very hard to live in and like not organized and like really tough and like kind of crazy and then like they are kind of like nailing it right now in terms of like taking temperature and mask wearing where here we're like
3: Le- leadership oh no. man yeah leadership it's been really um and that's my that's been the toughest part of me about seeing what's happening in the states is that no leadership there's no leadership from the on the federal on the federal level i mean on the states level there has been some leadership um especially in like states that have been hit hard like new york um, and there's been people, you know, really working hard and really speaking to the people and trying to encourage them to be smart about it. But yeah, on a federal level, there's no leadership. This is no. tough. is really tough to see.
0: I mean, like, <laughs> look who's sort of like leading the country. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> it's like right. no brainer that it's like, he's not, he's not, not, he's not not doing anything. He's actually just like doing stuff to make it progressively worse. Right. <laughs> Which is, I didn't know that anybody it could do that, balling. you know? would
3: be spitballing.
0: Right. <laughs> How do you make a, pan, a pandemic that's already awful fucking worse? Like,
3: Yeah. It's okay, tell working. people
0: to inject, a, what was he, inject bleach? <laughs>
3: bleach? <laughs> right. Oh, man. That, yeah. Man. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, it just, he's just uncouth. There's just no logic. Like, no that. Logic. I mean, I can understand like that's something you would say, like in a meeting, just spitballing ideas. Like, is there some type of like disinfectant that would be an, all, not harmful to the body on the inside? Like, you just spitballing ideas. like <laughs> yeah, natural, yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, you're,
3: you're totally media, right. You're you know, totally like, right. I just see, like, yeah. Or like, you'd be like really blazed. Like, what if, what if, what if you like, what if you like drink some bleach? That'd oh, yeah. kill it, right? It right. would kill it. It would definitely kill it yeah right like that that would be something like that would be a really hot conversation
0: that's how he came came up with it
3: for sure he was on edibles he was on edibles for sure
0: oh for sure but yeah exactly (laughs) i was just gonna say like i feel like trump wouldn't smoke weed like he's too much of a fucking asshole
3: yeah he would definitely ingest it i think melania would be like putting it in his uh 100
0: percent he would have a
3: cbd mayonnaise (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ew, yeah, like on his McDonald's because that's all he yeah. fucking eats.
3: CBD mayonnaise. <sighs> CBD sure.
0: mayonnaise for the fucking president. Maybe he'd yeah. be a better person. He probably fucking would be. I mean, yeah,
3: like, actually, there's no way. There's no way. There's any cannabis involved in his life because he's yeah, he's, he's yeah. better than me. Exactly. Fucking piece of shit.
0: Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like mentioned at the beginning that um, when you guys first went into quarantine, I guess it was probably pretty much like right at uh, Chinese New Year. Um, yeah. And you said, January. like, all the delivery stops, right? So that means, like, no Meituan, no, no. Ulama.
3: Yeah, for like, a, for, like, a little while, there was no delivery. Um,
0: and if anybody knows anything about Shenzhen or China, delivery is, like, what up?
3: Yeah, delivery is, like, I mean, it's one of the best parts about living here. You can get 100%. It, I miss it every day. Almost anything delivered. I miss anytime. it every day. That'd be, and, like, I mean, in the States, it's, like, mostly anything you get delivered food wise, you can get the groceries now. Like yeah. I've been back last year and you can get groceries delivered now, which is good, which is great. That's Amazing. necessary. It yeah. shouldn't have took so long to be honest. No, but uh, <laughs> like
0: China had this what, 15 years ago, pretty much. Uh,
3: Since I've been long. here, it's been like. Yeah, I've been, yeah, 10 years. And been, actually right? another thing that's been really great about China is that, you know, WeChat pay, Alipay. Yes. You don't, have, don't use yes. money, no cash on hand. So for people that don't know, that don't know about China life, like there's an app called WeChat and then Alipay, just, you know, um, like Alibaba's, you know, pay service where you scan a QR code similar to Apple Pay, but you don't need, you don't need cash or you don't need, there's no, no. cash. So it's just like all digital currency systems. So that, that I'm sure that played a big difference. In,
0: like, totally agree. And I always thought it was super weird to come home to Canada and not have any like app to pay with anything, um, like my card has a tap on it, but I mean, like I still have to yeah. take out that card and touch it and like, you know what I mean, well, I mean, great. You have to
3: touch it to the same place that everybody's touching theirs.
4: Yeah, and it's like-
0: yeah, and I, yeah, you're right. I think that also contributed a lot to um, the, this virus like not spreading as much, right? Because like, first of all, uh, Shenzhen or China in general is like a, like a very mass culture in general. No. Uh, everyone yeah. was wearing masks anyway because the air isn't the best. So I mean, like that contributed yeah. to it a, a lot.
3: And then they wear masks when they're sick anyway. Like, yeah. that's just Asian. It's just an Asian thing.
0: Exactly. So, and then the, um, yeah. Then the other thing that we just said, which was... Uh, uh,
3: the moneyless, you know, moneyless WeChat chat.
0: Moneyless chat. I just took a hit at my vape, so that's why. I'm like, what was the question? I'm hosting this so well. Like, this is going great. <laughs> Um, the money lists, uh, the, yeah, the cash apps, of course. Right. And like WeChat yeah. is the best for fucking everything. And like getting back to the point, which was you guys didn't have, um, delivery anymore. So you guys no. must have been cooking.
3: Yeah, we cooked a lot. I've yeah. cooked so much. I've cooked so much. And, uh, yeah, you had, you had some questions about that. I would like to get into that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Ahead. Tell me all about your cooking. What so, was, like, what is, for, for, first of all, favorite thing you've cooked in, um, in quarantine and like maybe.
3: Favorite thing I've yeah. cooked is uh, almond flour pizza.
0: Excuse me, yeah. I love it already, tell me more.
3: So like almond flour for the crust because it was like a keto recipe. We yes. weren't doing regular okay. crust. So the almond flour crust and then just pizza. It's not like anything special about it. You know? Yeah, but even making, making your own tomato, pizza crust is. Yeah, making a tomato sauce, yes. making a piece of crust uh and then like grading some like nice carry gold you know grass fed gouda cheese
0: it yes. sounds you know, amazing and,
3: yeah oh so good it's so, so good. did
0: you guys get really good at cooking in general like you guys were pretty my good. my wife at- was
3: already great and i like yeah we already did a pretty good job of like yeah. cooking my wife made some really good stuff like uh beer chicken mm. like that was delicious mm. and uh my wife just throws down she makes really, oh she oh, makes this like avocado avocado fudge cake what like avocado with like dark chocolate mixed in and then melted mm. and then it's like it's like a fudge layer on the top and then you make it like a little um like a keto type brownie with like stevia and walnut on the bottom and then it turns into a cake Delicious.
0: <laughs> sounds amazing yeah yeah so, so
3: for, for, the, for the first but when everything first really happened, we were doing, we started doing keto. Yeah. We were doing keto, which is basically like low carb, like try to keep your carbs under 50, 50 grams. So we were like really experiment with a lot of recipes. And that's one of the things that came out of it. And then the pizza also. Awesome. Those, are, those are probably my favorite. Those are the
0: two standout things, eh?
4: Yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, making your own pizza dough in general is, like, so super nice. And then making it special, keto, yeah. even better. Like, super fun. Yeah. I love that. For
3: sure. I am I think I'm going to make that today. Yeah. Do it. I, yeah. Be, yeah. Get
0: inspired.
3: I'm inspired. Awesome.
0: Yeah. So when you guys went grocery shopping, what did that look like? Because um, I know here, we are only allowed, like, a certain number of people in the stores. Like, they'll stop mm. you and... Um, make you wait out li- in line to get in, and they won't let you all in at the same time.
3: Is it like that there? Well, like he, no, nah, here it was, I said, like I said, it was a ghost town. So okay. like there was no really, there wasn't no lines or anything like that. It was just like, wow, it was like nobody. Like you see, you see people, but like they were already so far away from you. Like the social distancing was just normal because like there was nobody outside.
4: That's like, crazy.
3: Like you would have, and the only, the thing is they would run out of stuff. So you had to go early in the morning if you wanted to get like certain stuff. I remember going maybe one or two o'clock some days, trying to get some like certain things, especially like meat products. I know you don't eat meat. No, but, no it's okay. But uh, meat products, like ground beef and stuff like yeah. that. It would just get, be gone? It'd just be gone. Wow. It'd just be gone. So you had to go early in the morning.
0: So. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause wine. I mean, like-
3: we drink a lot of wine too. Yeah. We drink a lot of wine
0: amazing uh, what kind of wine like what, what's your favorite wine right now
3: uh sauvignon sauvignon blanc mm. has the least amount of carbs
0: <laughs> lovely so, uh, is there a particular yeah. region that you like the most
3: uh, i was bu- i was buying the one from chile because i was broke and yes. that was the, this the, the cheapest one it was 39. <laughs> cry. good because i mean like yeah everybody's in the same boat wine.
0: yeah, yeah. Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's like broke and not having any money. So I mean, that's oh, so poor, so poor. Yeah. My
3: mom, my mom saved my life. My mom saved my life.
0: Yeah, um, mine too. All the time. Over the past, it, you really like start to notice how much you really like need your parents and love your parents. I mean, I did before when I um, lived here, but I like when you're away from them, man. Talking to them and like having them there for you, fuck, that feels so good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, though they're so far away. their parents and my parents like helped us get through. And then I got that job that I got now with writing. I hadn't, yeah, I didn't get treatment. that until midway through quarantine. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cause I mean, like, what were you doing before um, all of this started?
3: DJing. I was DJing like five or six nights a week. And then I was then, just performing also too.
0: Right. And then all of that stopped because of COVID.
3: Yeah, and then once COVID happened, I, I mean, I still don't have any of my DJ jobs. Like, wow. I lost those forever, so.
0: And that's such um, a shame, too, because, like, you're so, you're, like, very good at that job, so it's, like, a shame for everybody. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, really. And it's, like, like, a shame for everybody for not listening and, like,
3: yeah, obviously so, for you as well. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, it was tough. It's, it's been tough. Like, I miss it. I miss it all the time, so.
0: Yeah, it sucks. I hopefully, like, it can all go back to normal soon, but who knows, right? I mean, like.
3: Yeah. yeah the borders are closed here
0: uh yeah here too yeah
3: yeah so so people can't come in so
0: no and like you couldn't leave if you wanted to or could you
3: no you can leave you just can't come back
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) really so you can like okay that's kind of yeah i mean
3: if you can afford it like i've had people who went back to the states since i've been here and uh they just like couldn't take it you know decided to go back home yeah be home with family and friends and be here
0: yeah of course um I mean, I don't know what I would have done if I was there. I probably would have left as well.
3: And yeah, then- initially, initially, Ben, and I wanted to leave. But again, we were just broke. Yeah. So like we, we had just we had just come back from vacation, mm. you know, and then we were working for maybe a month or two trying to start saving up and then Chinese New Year. And then by, you know, a few weeks in, like we had went through everything. We saved up. In of two course.
0: Months. Oh, my yeah. God. And then, like, you obviously, you have no way to make any income because, I mean, like, all
3: right. we're performers. You're
0: performers. So. Oh, my God. My wife's
3: a dancer. My wife's a dancer and a dance instructor.
0: An amazing, but I mean, we learned. Instructor, an amazing dancer. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Huge facts, facts there. Facts. Amazing. Facts. I watch her Instagram all the time, <laughs> all her stories. I'm always
3: like,
4: oh,
0: yeah. I want to be a dancer too. And then I'm like, no, it looks very, very difficult. <laughs> I, like, smoking up joint. Like,
3: right. You know, right. That really helps cool. them. That might help.
0: She's the fucking coolest. That's like another one of my questions is that, who are you, who are you quarantining with and like, how has it been between you?
3: Yeah, oh, it's been great. It's been great, like, there's, like, there's research that says that, you know, like the divorce rate has been up since, you know, <laughs> yeah, quarantine I've heard, and yeah.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. And, I, and I can understand because this is like, people that didn't spend a lot of time together already, maybe working, like they see each other in passing, you know, mm-hmm. everything's cool. You know, like working, like the finances are good. Yeah, everything's all right. But then it's like not working and then like being forced to be around each other all the time. Like that could change everything. But, you know, I'm lucky. I'm super lucky to have my you know, wife is very easy to communicate with, very easy to listen to, very easy to um, work with. You know, we work together all the time. And, uh, you know, we even like try to start a business. We're doing like drop shipping for a while. We learned a lot. She was like studying a lot, so now she has her like a nutrition coaching business that she started. She has like six clients,
4: yes. doing great.
3: Yeah, so she's doing really great, and uh, super proud of her. And then, and it was just really easy. It was really easy for us. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think we just have this good, good communication. Yeah. A long way. So, so I've been quarantining with my wife the whole time.
0: Yeah, you guys have always been like such a great couple. I've always like, loved you. I mean, I loved you separately before um, you guys got together. But then once you were there, I was like, this is the best. This is such a great <laughs> meeting of people. Yeah, you know? I'm
3: super lucky. Super so lucky. yeah,
0: you guys are amazing. I love you too. Um, yeah, how we met, I guess. We How did we meet? I don't even know. I met you
3: at Bionic. Ah, oh,
0: Bionic.
3: At, at the, in the Bionic hall, the, the, the first one, the hallway one. Like the where the tanks was inside, like the dirty Yes dirty, crusty one. Yes. Dirty, crusty one. I totally yeah.
0: forgot about that. Oh my god. I yeah. mean, I, don't
3: and I I was I was so we I was so weird around you because I didn't know you, but like you like had like a lot of people knew you. a lot of people that I knew <laughs> knew you, but I didn't know you. So yeah. I was kinda awkward around you. Yeah. And I had a kind of crush on you too. So <laughs> Thank <weird>. you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember you. You were so awesome like all of all of that group of boys was just like so fun and like such good energy and like all musicians and like performers and just like
3: man so
0: fun those are the days
3: (laughs) we had it so we had it so good we didn't even know it I was just gonna
0: say I was just gonna say that like we didn't know how good we had it back then like it's such a nostalgic time like it's not like that anymore you know I mean like I don't know anymore
3: but no No, it's not it's not like that
4: anymore
3: Mm. totally different like, everything is a lot more polished now. And, and if, it, if you can't do it the polished way, you just can't do it, you know? But back then, everything was grassroots, guerrilla yeah. marketing, you know? Like yeah, and like... Really, really humble with it. It was great.
0: Yeah, and like, that's how Bionic first started was in that, like, shh. And it was even, like, um, before he moved those tanks in there, um, it actually was even smaller than that. It was, like, half the size of that. And it was just, like, one table... Wow and like one keg that he had. And he was like, this is the bar. I'm like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Sure, I'll be the manager. Like,
3: what? Right.
0: What a time to be alive, eh, man? Shenzhen was, what right. a trip. I miss it though.
3: Yeah, I do too. I miss those days for sure.
0: Yeah, been weird, yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, uh, let's get back into the sure. quarantine chat. Um. Yeah, we talked a little bit about wine, and yeah. how I think it's pretty much like a staple for everybody getting through the quarantine, which is like drinking or smoking weed, which I'm doing lots of both. Um, right. Do you guys have like a favorite quarantine cocktail that you've been drinking, or are you just like sticking to wines or beer? We were,
3: we were mostly drinking wine, uh, but I had some like, we had vodka left over from like a party
4: <laughs> yeah. that
3: we threw. So we drank through, we went through that and I was like making my own little cocktails with like <laughs> berry powder cuz again we were keto too so it was like hard to like make cocktails so I was like what was it it was um it was soda water of course. stevia stevia berry powder and like vodka was the one I ended up oh making God. And it it wasn't that good, but we drank it.
0: <laughs> it wasn't that good.
3: It wasn't that good, but we drank so it.
4: Funny.
3: Oh. so funny. Yeah, we didn't drink a lot of cocktails. And then um, we weren't going out. So it was all wine. And like we would, every, every <laughs> other week at the grocery store, like deciding like, should we buy wine or should we not buy wine? And then we would like, like go through our mental health really quick, like yeah has this been a tough week has this been a good week or has this been tough <laughs> and then it was like there would be some times where we just going like definitely getting wine today
4: <laughs> <Let's> get <laughs> like three. definitely
3: no question <laughs> yeah there yeah, yeah many times there were other times it's like no nah, we don't need wine we need to save that money but like, yeah we need to save that money. And then the other days we we're just like why
0: i know right but, oh god yeah it's been a real lifesaver Like, fuck man like something that's so unprecedented and it's so insane um i've seen a lot of people either go like the super productive baking working out and like changing their whole life or like the opposite where yeah man and like sort of how i feel i'm just like i don't know what to do because we don't know how the future holds and like that's been really difficult you know and so some right. days you just want, like, all the wine in the world and just, like, smoke weed and sit at home and just watch TV and zone the fuck out and be like, okay, like, we don't really know the answers for tomorrow. So, like, there's not really much point of, like, stressing about it. But, like, you can't get out of that thought, you know?
3: For sure. I mean, it, that's, yeah. There were, yeah, we went through all those stages. We went through, like, super productive. Doing, like, of yoga. Story cut is- biome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you saw it. Yeah. So yeah, just like doing, we went through all that, and then yeah. Tell me, tell her. I mean, like, point.
0: other people don't know, and other people are gonna listen to this. So, like, what did you guys? Super
3: productive. Do? Yeah, we were super productive. We were doing like yoga every day. My wife was studying for, for her uh, nutritional coaching certific- certification, which she mm-hmm. has now. Amazing. So she like started and finished that um, during this whole process. And then, um, yeah, I, I, like, started writing. My, my best friend, Brandon Richards, is, uh, has been doing SEO, and he's, like, a digital nomad. He's been doing that for, like, a year now. And uh, he was, like, I was talking to him about, like, not working, and he was, like, bro, you could do this. And he was, like, he taught me basically how to do it. Like, he was, like, he sent me some of his, like, uh, sample writing. He was, like, man, just rewrite these articles, and then, like,
4: What I mean, is the of these
3: websites. SEO is a search engine optimization. Mm. So like when you when you get on Google and you type in a question like, who has the best CBD oil in 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 Canada? Right? <laughs> like more than likely somebody like me wrote that article that you read, you know, for this company. They wrote that article. So So
4: cool, I love so that. Yeah,
3: but I write I write legal content. So like I would write something like, um, mm-hmm. what's the divorce rate in in Toronto since COVID nineteen. Like man, whoever wrote that article would be somebody like me who wrote their <laughs> law firm.
0: Probably pretty high divorce rates. Right. <laughs> right. After yeah, the- it's been
3: interesting like writing the articles and seeing some of the statistics that's coming out. Like um Yeah tell me. Like like speeding. Like speeding is up because there's less people on the road. Okay, yeah. Makes sense. So so people are just like fuck it. <laughs> Fuck and, it.
0: Um, Even though like where do they gotta yeah, go, yeah. they're not working. Like where you gotta go so fast.
3: <laughs> like, people, you know, like in the States people are still traveling. So people are still going places.
4: Yeah, I guess they are, ain't right?
3: stop. Ain't yeah. stop, can't stop, won't stop. My, my, my mom, my family back home. They ain't, ain't nothing changed for them. Really? They live in i I'm from this very small town called Danville. It's like 50,000 people, it's population. So not, not too many, but not too small, but pretty small. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so like my family, they still go to my aunt's house on Sunday, play bingo. It'd be 30 of them all in one house. No mass, no nothing. Really? <laughs> Just hanging out. Yeah, like ain't, ain't nothing changed but the, the date on the calendar. <laughs> they, um, Is there and like... I, be tr- and I, I try to tell them like, yo, y- y'all probably shouldn't <laughs> be doing that, but they don't listen to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean like okay, so they are it's your it's your it's your mom, you said, right? So she must be in her 50s yeah. they they're susceptible. Is there like not fifties? Yeah,
3: yeah, my mom has diabetes, like you know, like not the best health situation. Like my my aunt that's house they she got MS.
4: Oh my goodness.
3: Like, yeah, they ain't
4: they not the thing,
3: like that's the thing. Like Damn. I feel like a lot of people a lot of people, especially like with the protests going on and everything, it's like I'm gonna die somehow, either way. I could die. Police could kill me, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like sad to look at it that way, but it's also like kind of empowering. It's like, like, mm. oh yes, so I'm gonna get killed by a virus? Like,
4: mm.
3: you know, Ameri- the States is a virus.
0: <laughs> it's been yeah, killing people forever. Bro. Truth, man. I mean,
3: you know, like heart disease, you know, like alcoholism, drugs and alcohol, you know, there's plenty of ways to die in the States that are preventable. So, it's like all right, yeah. Like the virus, I mean, people have been not really afraid to die for a long time now. Like, or risking risking their lives.
4: Yeah, that's true. Especially like
3: poor people, people from low SES for sure. So
4: yeah,
0: Um, but I mean, like
3: unfortunate way to look at it, but it's it is reality for some people.
0: Right, of course. Um, In you said Virginia, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Is it not like a hotspot right now? Is there like not been lots of cases?
3: It hasn't been a lot of cases. Last time, last thing I read, it was like 700 cases in the whole state.
0: Wow, really? So,
3: yeah, so Virginia's been pretty safe or maybe like it was like 70 cases in the county where, where my family lives. Mm-hmm. So it's been like pretty safe for the most part. That is really yeah. like a
0: really small number.
3: Yeah, and like I don't think D.C. has been hit that hard either. Um, it's mostly like like, I know Detroit had it really bad, New, New, New York, New Orleans. Yeah. Certain places got, got, got hit pretty bad. But uh, Virginia hasn't been one of those places. Virginia's been all right. Oh, I didn't, As far as I know.
0: So that's why your mom's like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm playing bingo. My mom would
3: be like, fuck it either way. My mom would be like, fuck it either way. Like, they don't.
0: Sounds like an awesome yeah. lady.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're super, super Christian. So it's like, their faith is in God.
0: Oh, wow.
3: Jesus won't get them the COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really?
3: That's, a, I, I don't, they never said that, but, mm. you know, I, I could, I could see their approach would be like, you know, like if God wants me to get the virus, God wants me to get the virus. But, Dang. you know, I, I can't, why should I stop living my life? You know, just cause of this pandemic, you know? So, yeah.
0: I mean, I understand that. Like, yeah. fair enough. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it. you know, it's unfortunate, you know, it's just unfortunate, you know, there are people who are dying, you know, um, people who are, you know, losing their quality of life. And, yeah. You know, and I think the, the thing about it that kind of disappoints me about that whole situation is that it's not just for you, you know, like when you, when you social distance and it's for, it's for the community, it's for everybody, you know, it's yeah. for, you know, susceptible populations, you know, and. So that's why like that part of it is kinda like, you know, I wish, you know, they would, you know, change some right. things, but they grown. They grown. She raised me and you know, right. at the end of the day. I can only offer offer support and offer, you know, words of wisdom, you know, being like, because I spoke to my pastor,
4: mm-hmm.
3: like well, my, my pastor from my mom's church, like when it first was starting to pop off in the States, I was like, no, I really think you should cancel service and if you don't counsel service these are the things you need to do you need to like disinfect the whole church yep. like every hour yeah temperature check people before they come in like yep. I'm like full-on telling him what to do like literally like you don't tell your pastor what to do in a black church like you listen <laughs> to your pastor so my mom when she read the Facebook message that I had sent them she was like you sent that to pastor I'm like yeah like I really care about you guys,, but, but they had they he listened, and like they they do service in their car, so like they they drive up they got drive drive in church shut up, uh, yeah, real shit, <laughs> shit. they got drive in church, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, my mom told me that, and I geeked, I geeked I was like for real, like yeah,
0: that's a- that is
2: amazing <laughs> they,
3: they were doing they're doing drive in church, yeah, so I love you know, that, like, yeah, I love, it too. I, I love I love their costume it's so much safer it's like and plus it's like summertime now yeah like like well, it was going into summertime so you, you know sitting the a.c burning a lot of fossil fuels though I'm yeah sure that part's not good no <laughs> burning a lot of gas but outside of that you know it's like fuck it social distancing is
4: mm-hmm. working 100
0: percent. yeah because like there was um there was a pastor in uh somewhere in the States, I'm not sure the state, that, that was like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna open and like uh, very adamant about being told like what to do, which I find just so sad because you're just like putting people at danger, come on.
4: Yeah.
3: And I mean, you know, that faith conversation can be a tough one because it's like, you know, when you start to, there's a, there's a line, there's a delicate line with, with people of faith where it starts to encroach on what they believe, you know? Mm you know i mean but i mean science man yeah science you can't like can't refute science (laughs) you (laughs) know it's like you know like god gave us science at the end of the day (laughs) it's so true
0: i think so true i think
3: jesus approves of science
4: (laughs) yeah and like yeah no
0: exactly and god gave us vaccines and god gave us things like that, that that you know i guess you can say that like god gave us that doctor who developed that vaccine so god gave us a vaccine you know what i mean so like let's all just relax <laughs> and be safe right
3: you know it's like yeah it's like the same god who who wrote the who created you know the man who wrote the bible created you know the world Health organization you know?
4: yeah exactly
3: i mean i understand one side of it i understand it, like the favor argument yeah like you know like God's gonna take care of me. But then it's like, well, don't be foolish. The Bible also says that. Yeah, right. But who <laughs> am I? Who am I to say? I'm no expert on the Bible nor nor COVID. Just I'm just yeah. a guy with an opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you think about vaccines? Cause that's definitely another one of my questions that I've been trying to get um asking a lot of people. Um, because they're saying that it's gonna take years, maybe months, or whatever, but that's gonna be the end of COVID would be a vaccine, I guess. So would it be something that you would take?
3: I wouldn't be the first. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, like I wouldn't be the first in line. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely get the COVID vaccine eventually. But no, nah, I wouldn't be the first in line. I wouldn't be the first. first. You know what I mean? That, that's just some, Certain things about you know Af- Af- Afro Europeans, man. We've been we've been bamboozled by by the United States government a few times. Uh,
0: yeah. You know?
3: So, like, to put it fucking lightly. Mis- <laughs> yeah. So we're naturally naturally mistrusting of you know like <laughs> shots and like oh yeah everybody's gonna take this. You want everybody to just take this one shot? So like <laughs> we're um, naturally mistrusting of some of these things. So
4: yeah.
3: no I, shit. I definitely. Don't see anybody looking like me or from the culture of, of mine, like the first in line. You know, we let some other try first. We let some other people try first. We people try first. Then, yeah, then yeah. we'll eventually catch on.
0: So. Send in like Chad and yeah, David yeah.
3: and And, uh, Chip. and Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, for sure. Let Jonathan let Jonathan um, let Jonathan try. And Amy, right? yeah, Amy try uh, let
0: them all go try first. And if yeah, they're for cool, sure then maybe they're all
3: right you know we give it, we give it like three to six months and then we'll we'll, we'll get in line for sure but not first no nowhere.
0: no definitely not that's funny because it's been like definitely um sort of a contentious point because um some people are against vaccines for whatever reason mm-hmm. so then of course people are against sort of like i
3: used to be one of those people interesting one of those people okay why why
0: were you against them or what happened how did it change I,
3: it's just stupid just stupid like not not paying attention to like what's you know what's the data says not, wow. not paying attention to data just just like you know like hearsay you know again just being naturally mistrusting
4: mm. naturally
3: mistrusting you know due to history mm-hmm. and uh but it's stupid. It's stupid. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that people who are anti vaxxers who believe that are stupid. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I was stupid for believe.
4: Yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I
3: don't think it's based in any reality or science. Right. You know? I like, mean, uh, I agree.
0: Yeah.
3: So, I think the vaccines yeah,
0: now, are great.
3: <laughs> va- vaccines save lives. You know, yes. like, you know, the polio vaccine changed everything. <laughs> you know, it, cha- yeah. it changed the whole trajectory <laughs> of like human life you know, like who am I to say, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I mean, the flu, like flu shots, for example, like, you know, every year there's a flu shot. I never got flu shots. Me Um, neither. So, I mean, just again, being nationally mistrusting. Mm. And and that's unfortunate because that's the conversation that people are having nowadays. And I feel like that's why the protests are are so important because it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you want to say that, you know, people should protest a certain way or they should behave a certain way and they shouldn't do this and they should do that. And it's like, okay, when we tried to do certain things like that didn't work either. You know, people have tried to be nonviolent and people have tried to be, you know, um, open minded and trusting of the government. But then on the same token, like it's the same, you know, government, local, state, federal government that's like, you know, hiring these cops and not training them and not, you know, not, you know, enacting policies like, you know
4: like the Tuskegee
3: Airmen and syphilis trials and all of that stuff. I mean, you know, you can go back as long as you can and see, you know, the the craziness that's been happening, you know, the bell curve studies, how just because I'm Brown, I'm just naturally stupider, you know, like that was science for a while. So being naturally mistrusting, you know, it's tough. It's tough sometimes to like take, you know, the government, the United States government at its word and say, this is good for you. You should do this. And I'm like,
4: Hmm. because I
3: mean that's where the Patriot came from and that's where the NOAA came from it's like these are these we're doing this for you but then it gets used against you you know and like people now in the government can just you know spy on you without you know for no reason yeah they don't need a warrant
0: nope yeah I mean
3: it all kind of goes in there together
0: yeah absolutely
3: it's a conversation that people are having now which is a good thing
0: yeah absolutely life in America right now is um is wild and I think it's like some of the wildest times we've seen in a long time, and maybe ever. Um, but it, it sort of reached a breaking point where there is no other way to go. Like, we, it, it, something fucking has to change because clearly it's not fucking working.
3: Right. It's not working for some people. It's working for Oh, for yeah, people. you're, no,
0: exactly. Like, I mean, it's- It's, it's really
3: working. working. It's, it's really working, <laughs> working for- It's
0: working for, for all the fucking for rich, rich people. All the rich white minority, uh, like, mi- I guess the minority and then the majority of us are poor and fucking working our asses off and like getting treated like shit. I mean, right. so, some less than others, yeah. <laughs> obviously, it's a, it's for a, some fucking stupid reason.
3: Yeah. And it's a battle that we're kind of going to have to fight on all fronts. There's an educational, yeah. there's an education problem that needs to be addressed that goes along with all this. There's a socioeconomic status problem, mm-hmm. a social, social program problem. That needs to go along with all this. There's a violence problem that uh, that's, that, that needs to be solved along with all this. There's a lot. I mean, there's a like representation in government problem. like there's a lot of factors that go into like everything that's happening, and I think people are like having these conversations, and it's great. yeah that part is great.
0: Yeah. I mean, like something terrible. I mean, so many terrible things have happened in America, but I mean that I guess the last straw was George Floyd, and it's now turned into something that's like you know, changing the world, which is so fucking inspiring.
4: Right. Right.
0: But also, terribly sad that it had to happen, right? Again.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a very unfortunate, very unfortunate situation. And, and some people are just depressed and disheartened very sad and then some people are very angry and mm-hmm. upset some people are very um, open now open to having conversations that they didn't before and it's a lot of unity happening yeah a lot of mostly a lot of peaceful things happening and uh and there's a media problem also that's going to be that's a part of the whole thing too
4: There's a the media
3: and a and a and a painting painting pictures problem you
0: know, yeah obviously. I mean that's uh, that's the media's been a huge problem through all of this. I think, right? <laughs> uh, it's been
3: it's been it's been it's been a supportive it's been a supportive piece as well. It's been an information sharing piece as well.
4: Yes. And
3: so you know, I don't want to demonize anybody. You know, and say that you know, I mean, we're all part of the problem at the end mm. of
4: the day. You
3: know, because you know, there's a health piece in this as well. You know, you being you know a health advocate you know, and and an advocate for, 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 for animals as Mm -hmm. well. And uh, that's a part of the problem too. I mean, it's a lot of larger problems that that they all feed into each other. Yeah. Like I've been learning a lot about, you know, food apartheid and food deserts. Yep. And things of that nature that contribute to, you know, health. That also contributes to mental health, contributes to, you know, COVID. You know, again, these, like, all these things are intertwined and there's conversations that people. Are starting to have, and um, people are starting to ask the right questions. Like I've been asking a lot of questions about, you know, future meat. Future meat yeah. is something I've been learning a lot, a lot about lately, and I'm really inspired by. And I would like to see, you know, people that have power, you know, have these types of conversations as well. Yeah. Because uh, reducing our carbon footprint, you know, reducing our harm to you know, animals, and wildlife, will definitely help. Yeah. Will help all of this stuff. Yeah. We'll have everything. And it'll produce jobs, yeah. create opportunities for people, create businesses for people. And yeah. this is what these communities need. They need jobs, they need businesses, mm-hmm. they need skills. Yeah. You know, and like, how can we use the technology of tomorrow to create these jobs? You know, that was one thing that, you know, the States and Canada was really good at for a long time. It's like taking the technology of tomorrow, whether it be cars, whether it be airplanes, and like creating jobs and creating businesses. And now, you know, a lot of that's happening elsewhere. You know, I'm in a place where it's happening all the time, in China, for example. And so, like, I would love to see, you know, us support our governments in getting back to that.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. And then it kind of touches on something else I wanted to talk about, which was mental health. And I mean, you mm. did say that you and your amazing wife um, mm. have been having, you know, um, not a terrible time, which a lot of people have been <laughs> with their spouse. Right. So, what's sort of your secret for keeping like all this like doom and gloom at bay? What's your uh, mental health secret that you can share with everybody?
3: Uh, one thing that really helped me helped us is that we had a challenge where we were like talking to our family every day. We were like calling someone, talking to someone that. we hadn't talked to in a while. And I think like offering support and offering support and receiving support
4: mm.
3: goes a long way. Like one of the things. You know, I worked as a, a, a mental health counselor. for. I mean, I wasn't a counselor. I was an intensive in-home behavior counselor. Well, before I came to China, that was my job. And I studied human services counseling in university. And, uh, and I was getting my master's in social work before I came to China. So, um, but anyway, so mental health has been a very important part of my life for a long time. And it's something that I, I take very seriously. And I would say that you know, one of the main things we try to teach clients or we try to teach clients is like building your tribe or building a network of people who you can offer support to, mm-hmm. who can give support to you. Because, you know, when you work with a, when you work with a counselor, like people say seek counselor. Yes, yeah, getting counseling is great. Everybody should do it. It's something I say. Everybody if you see a counselor, whether you think you're healthy or not mentally. Yeah, just exactly. do it. You, you, you will grow from it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just like getting a personal trainer once in your life. I yeah. feel like everybody should do that once. Definitely. If you can afford it. You know, of course, there's a monetary thing that goes in with it too, um, but the reason I say, but, but you're not going to be working with that counselor forever.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: you're gonna have to cre- you have to create a network for yourself, like insulate insulate yourself with support supportive people and people who are like minded with like in a similar situation as you. So if you fucked up, you know, find people who are also fucked up but are trying to do better you know and then you know find mentors who are like all right they were fucked up but now they're great and then like you can bounce ideas you can share with each other so that's been one thing that was like really grateful for me is like to have that support of my family and my friends like I said my friend Brandon Richards like you know, taught me how to do SEO now I have a job I yeah. can support myself like and and so it's talking to him he's in Vietnam right now um stuck stuck in Vietnam <laughs> but uh <laughs> We're just we're just crazy but yeah you know, it's all crazy but that was my that's my tip you
4: know, awesome
3: find, offer support and 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 receive support from your people close to you
0: yeah community definitely is a huge part of um like stable and healthy mental health so i mean like for i sure. think that's been like a huge problem for a lot of people is yeah, not being able to see their friends and family. And if they can, they can't hug them, right. they can't kiss them. So, yeah. Right. Um,
3: and that physical like, touch piece is real. Yes. That physical touch piece is important and is real. Yeah. So that, that has been tough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been super tough on a lot of people. And I think um, I zoom must have been downloaded like over billions of times now from like all the people oh yeah zoom is, a,
3: <laughs> zoom is a crazy business right now like, right the guy who started it he's a he's a billionaire <laughs>
0: like who the fuck knew about zoom before fucking january like i didn't <laughs> you know what i mean it,
3: it was really smart though uh, yeah. it was really smart really smart business plan killed skype killed, killed it. skype
0: who even knows what's it. gonna fit this
3: now? <laughs> like, like Skype sucked. I mean, it always sucked, though. I mean, I never liked Skype. It always sucked. Skype. It's so different. never liked Skype. I mean, it always it sucked. Always and then sucked. they had to pay, they had to pay aspects of it. And it's like, yeah. no, just make it free. <laughs> Zoom's so smart. Just like make it free. Yep. You know, charge advertising. Mm-hmm. And then just the name, the name alone now is just perfect. like Perfect. It's, it's changed perfect. everything. It's it changed. changed the way. It's changed everything.
0: Yeah, and a lot of my guests that uh that I've had on, um did like have, have been saying how positive it sort of have been for them in terms of like yeah uh life is kind of fucked up right now but they're connecting with uh people that they wouldn't have normally connected with and that kind of goes yeah. along with what you said uh where you where you connect with somebody once a day and like you make that your thing and you make that your goal and yeah. it's just crazy that it takes a pandemic to reach out to right. fucking family and friends you know
3: right yep I mean, and that, and that this is the, the faith-based side of me that I was raised to say that like, there's a purpose in this. Mm.
4: Like
3: the purpose is to like help people understand what's important, what's most important.
0: A hundred percent.
3: And help people understand that your health is, can, is not to be taken for granted. You yeah. Know? You know, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, I mean, sure. not just like your body, but your, also your mind, because, uh, yeah people are healthy and your your
3: relationships too
0: of course yeah people are healthy and they're at home and they're not working uh so technically your body is healthy but like you can quickly go crazy if you're living in like a small apartment in new york where you can't leave like but so you have to keep the that that tribe connection going and that community going where you talk to somebody every day at least maybe like leave to go out of your house if you can and like it's just been eye opening to see the communities come together when you're not even really a, allowed to be together, you know?
3: Right. Right. And uh yeah, and and these and these situations are kind of I really feel for people who, who don't have those resources yeah. know, of the of the internet and things of that nature. Yeah. Because I can only imagine what, you know, quarantining without knowing where your next meal is going to come from oh my God. or not without the internet, you know what that could be like, and that's and these are the people that's in the streets. You know, these yeah. are the people that's really like protesting because they ain't they ain't got nothing. They gonna die anyway. Like they, at yeah. home, like what are they gonna do at home? I know. These guys go crazy.
4: Yeah. You know,
3: it's like, and these are the people that sometimes maybe end up commi- the, the small percentage of people that are committing crimes. It's like, these are those people because it's like, what else? How am I gonna feed myself? Yeah. Like, how am I gonna? You know, like. I'm not working. Even when I was working, I could barely feed myself. Yep. myself, but now I'm not working. And you know, like even with unemployment, you know, all the things that have been passed, in you know, the due to the stimulus bill, like it's still like it's not So much.
4: No, it's, it's not, not enough.
0: enough. Like, what did you guys get in America? Uh, I'm not even sure if you, did Did you 1,200?
3: get it? Yeah, I got it. But. I got it. I definitely got it. I needed it too. Of course. <laughs> I needed it so bad. I needed it so bad. <laughs> Yeah, man. Everybody
0: fucking did. But it wasn't like wasn't it just like one time check of twelve hundred dollars?
3: Yeah, I mean you there's an unemployment system like through each state. Each state, you know, can has offered unemployment, but I didn't really try to apply for that because like I I do have a job and uh I I do make enough money to support myself. I don't make enough money to save any money right now, but I do make enough money to support my wife, support myself, and so I didn't want to be like taking resources from other people. Yeah. That really needed, so.
0: So, but yeah, you, I they, mean, like, like, it was there was um, something else offered because I mean, from what I understood, I
3: yeah, there's it, unemployment. Okay. There's a one. There's a one check for sure, and then there's like unemployment also yeah, okay. that's offered from the state level. There's the federal you know, benefits, and then there's state benefits. <laughs>
0: it just doesn't seem like seeing how much things cost and like how much it costs to live in America and like certain cities, it just like, doesn't seem like it's enough for people. You know what I mean? It just like, seems like Mm. man. And like, it goes back to what you said at the beginning, which was about like no leadership. Like nobody is telling anybody what to do and nobody is helping anybody because like from the top, from the, from like the top down, this fucking idiot isn't telling anybody any directions on how to handle a fucking pandemic. So everybody's like, like, let's give $1,200 and that's for it. Like, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy like to to consider uh, that, you know, we already had the president that we had, uh, and then the pandemic, and then, you know, like George Ford, Breonna Taylor, Ahmad Akbar, and like all that come together and this like pot of, I mean, not to mention all the other little stories that happened throughout, you know, right. all the other things that have happened throughout 2020 that have been just like eye opening.
0: Australia and, was on fire, if anybody remembered. That was Australia was, was on year. fire.
3: Yeah. Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
4: like Those were
0: just two huge things that could have happened like once in like one year and it would have been like, remember that? But no, 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 yeah. there was extra things. Like what the fuck?
3: Yeah, for sure. Like Little Richard passed away, Bill yeah. Withers. Like there's legends, Legend- musical legends, like very big ins- inspirations for me.
0: Yeah. Um, like
3: leaving this earth. And uh, it, it's, it's been a, it, we would never forget this. Time. No,
0: fuck no. Um,
3: you, but do you on think, in infamy.
0: But do you think like things are gonna go back to normal? I mean, like,
3: I a don't new a, new a new normal. What? A new normal. It's A new normal. It's kind of like the Avengers snap. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it Things
4: is like that. Things will go
3: back. Things will go back, but it would be, it would never be the same as it was before.
0: Well, what do you think it's going to be like?
3: I hope, my, my, my hope is that, is that people really get involved in their local state and federal governments. 100%. In a hundred percent and hold hold their leaders accountable yes. um, and hold themselves accountable as well. Uh, and that and that businesses, people start to really invest in new ideas, sustainable ideas,
4: yep.
3: um, sustainable, you know, business and, and, you know, food and like uh, and just culture in general. I think uh, people are going to just be more aware more aware I see a lot more awareness coming from this and yeah I, yeah that's what I hope that's my hope is that uh we we hold ourselves accountable and we we take take control of you know our destiny
0: yeah because
4: right for now so long,
3: for so long I feel like I've just like let other people make decisions for me
4: you
3: mm. know? and not you know oh, yeah. as an as a young adult as a Thirty-three-year-old man, you know, like I want to like take more responsibility for what's happening around me, Mm -hmm. and so that my nephew and like my my children one day, you know, find this situation never never have to go through anything like this again. Absolutely, maybe it would be nice.
0: (laughs) It would be nice. (laughs) They never have to go through a fucking pandemic again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
3: I mean, I don't see that. I mean, I can obviously, you know, obviously these things are going to happen. Yeah. Like pandemics are going to happen. You know because of the amount of medicine and, you know, I'm not, again, not trying to demonize any particular industry, but you know, we make super germs. Yep. We make super germs. So, I mean, these things are gonna happen, but uh, I feel like uh, with more emphasis on healthcare, mental healthcare, physical healthcare, more emphasis on, on food and you know, um, farming and making healthy, sustainable food decisions and more emphasis on education, then you know we might be in a better position next Mm -hmm. time
0: absolutely it's weird because like something like farming was never really a job that was like talked about in school like i never heard about like you could be a farmer but like why the fuck why the fuck didn't we learn about that and why why the fuck weren't we told hey you know what like that's a very viable great job that we should all be sort of learning about
3: we i feel like i i can't grow shit no (laughs) I can't go shit. And I've, I've, that's a skill yeah, man. that if I would have liked to sit in a class for six months and they somebody made me learn that. Yep. Like they make you learn the Pythagorean theorem. Like they make you learn, you know, and and, and that's all well and good. Like teach that too. But I mean, practical skills, Absolutely. practical skills, you know, like, my, I mean they have home economics, but I feel like home economics should totally be revamped as far as hundred percent hundred percent money money But investing and financial skills are something that people don't learn and I would like for you know the next generation to learn in school yep. You know farming and and, and cooking yep. and you know just health in general like yes health in general the, the gut the gut biome the gut brain. Yes, you know like relationship the liver Like learning about these things, like you know, this is important information, you know. Yes. So, I would like to see my my nephew and my my children learn this stuff.
0: I totally agree, and it's just such a crazy. Yeah, it would be nice. (laughs) It's just a crazy Mm -hmm. thing because it's like we all were sort of told. I know that you grew up like I'm only two years older than you, so we had the same sort of like school system, pretty much. Being like, okay, high school, then university or college. And if you don't do one of those things to be like a professional, like, that's it. There's nothing else. You know what I mean? And like, there was never any options right. of like, and it was Yeah, we have the
3: armed services in the States, though, too. That's your other option. Yeah. You can go to the service.
0: Right. Uh, that, that's here, too. But I mean, like, nobody really goes to the Canadian service. It's not like an- I guess like the Canadian Army is not that fun. Like, I don't
3: know. Right. I, I don't- I never met anybody that was in the Canadian. Right? <laughs> no,
0: me neither, actually.
3: Do we have- Wow. No
0: have one but yeah i mean it was always like an emphasis on this like scholarly shit and like that's great for some people but like not everybody learns that way and not everybody no. wants to be a scholar or not not everybody wants to go to university and like not everybody is good at learning sure. that way some people are tactile for learners sure. some people are good at memorization sure. it really changes sure. and like sure. the education system within north america i would say maybe especially america is that it's so fucking focused on just like turning out scholars and turning out results, then it doesn't focus on the individual needs of children or uh, individuals, you know?
3: And that's the, uh, and that's, and and part of me, the the naturally mistrusting side of me say, it was designed that way. Mm. You know, it was designed for people to be able to follow orders. Yeah. And for people to be able to not necessarily be creatives, but to be, or to be innovators, but to be people who, who, who who fall in line, who fall in line. So that's the naturally mistrusted side of me that says that, but, yeah, but like, then also, that's a, the wrong. personal responsible, yeah. the personal really responsible side of me says, we let them do it though, we mm. let them do it. And mm. I feel like the people have to, you know, use their power, you know, and I want to hold myself responsible to use my power, my voice to say, no, we don't want, we don't want that anymore. We want to like, we want the learning languages, all learning languages to be catered to in schools you know like not just particular ones yes and i want my nephew who 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 has a lot more energy to be able to 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 use that energy in a way that's constructive instead of you know people putting them on medicine
0: yep hundred percent. that's what
3: i would like i would like to see if my if my nephew was in a farming class like that energy could be used for for good yeah you know like performing for sure like he man. could pull a whole he could pull a whole his damn self like he <laughs> he'll plow a whole damn field with all that energy he got. 100% you got
4: know? Hundred percent, like
3: has. for sure like and you know and i mean i guess some people would say you know oh they're teaching kids to farm what is like going back you know going back the opposite way but i'm like no nah, man. Nah, man these are skills these are skills is like useful yeah, and you know, those like, skills
0: like those are life skills that never go. Learn how
3: feed yourself. Yeah. Fawn, you yeah, feed yourself. Yeah, they never go community. out of style.
0: You no,
3: know, it would, it would, it would, it would be an answer to like so many problems.
0: A hundred percent. There. Yeah. Have you seen the movie um, *Idiocracy*?
3: No. Okay, so it's a movie down.
0: set in the future, and. Um, the smartest guy is somebody that was frozen from like 1999 or something. And it's like in the future, like 500, 600 years. And he's the smartest person on the planet because everybody else, um, is so fucking dumb, um, that they thought they could water plants with Gatorade. And then he was like, you can't water plants with Gatorade. You have to use water. And they're like, you're the smartest person. You're the president of earth. And it all started because at the beginning of the movie, it's like two um, scholars that had gone to university and waited to have kids and it kept going back and forth. And it was like the two scholars were like, we're not quite ready yet. And then like two more like uneducated, maybe like hillbilly-ish people were like on their third kid. And then it goes back to the other couple that was like, no, we're not quite ready yet. Well, we want to we, we buy our house and like get our PhDs. And then like you flip back to like the more uneducated, um, perhaps idiots ones. Um, not as scholarly perhaps has six kids so it turns into this world that it's just like a full of a bunch of idiots and it's kind of like
4: hmm. Hmm. interesting
0: it's getting Dang. more and more like that it's like that movie is not far off from like what the fuck is happening because it's like i and i consider you you and your wife both very intelligent amazing people that should absolutely have kids i mean like if you don't right. want to that's out, like that's no
3: of course
0: no but i mean like i just feel that it's like more and more smart people are deciding not to because they're like look at the fucking world we have you know but like, that's right. why you need to have more awesome people having kids you All know right. what i mean right. fuck
3: yeah yeah well yeah i mean there's also you know adopting you know, yes. there's so many kids that that yes. that their parents didn't couldn't couldn't take care of them so the, the system has to take care of them and, uh, yeah, and adopting children would be a healthy alternative as well. Um, I agree. That that. I'm open to. It's just, you know, like, again, I guess the, resp- the personal responsibility side of me says, you know, like, I want to be responsible. I want to have a certain amount of savings. You yeah. know, I want to provide for my child. I know that I have the this, this social skills and the, the know-how to pass on to a child to how to live a life that could be fulfilling for them and i know you know i'm i feel like i'm accepting and open yep. enough to be able to to help my child mold themselves into what they want to be yep. but but then there's the financial piece of it that i right. want to be prepared for and uh that you know so so we don't have to struggle in that way and then i'm just not prepared for it right now and it's yeah. unfortunate because i mean there were decisions in my life that have led to that you know and that i'm not proud of but You know, you live and you learn, you know, I'm not perfect and nobody is. So, yeah.
0: No, I totally agree. It's just like this world has gotten, I feel like we're just like digging ourselves deeper and deeper into this like fucked up hole of capitalism where nobody cares about anybody Mm. else. And only Mm. people that don't care have kids. And you're just like, fuck man. And I I do want kids, but it's like, you're looking at the Mm. world and I'm like, what am I, what am I bringing kids into? Right. And like, you just have to, Keep that faith that what we're doing now will eventually prepare the, the, for the future, and it will be better than today, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. And in, and in some ways, you know, the generation before us, you know, like you you can consider that there are elements of our world that aren't aren't ideal. But then you can consider, like, you know, that that was the generation before us that made the internet, that made cell phones, that made you know things that in a lot of ways, contribute to how amazing this world is all at the same yeah. time, too, like Zoom, for example.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: so, so, I mean, that's both sides of it. And, it's, and, it's, and, and I try not to, another mental health tip is I try not to get too deep on the, on the negative side of it. It's that's a, really I good. Try to, Me too. Try to see the, the beauty, the beauty and the brokenness.
0: You're right actually like every single one of my guests has said that. And I think that's really awesome and important that um, everybody's trying to stay positive because yeah, there's so much negative out there that if you keep dwelling on that, it's just like, it consumes you.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's easy to see, you know, like we're, we're wired that way. You know, human beings, you know, we're wired to focus on our fear because our fear will save our lives. And now like fears, fear nowadays, isn't, isn't a tool that's used to save your life. It's a tool that like, you know, affects your quality of life
4: yes in, in a different
3: way i mean obviously the people that have to fear for their lives you know like that is a reality for some yes. people but uh for the average person you know that you don't go around fearing for your life your fears are based in you know social relationships and and things going on in your in your social environment that yeah. aren't life or death
0: of course no speaking of social relationships where what's the first place you're going to travel to once all of this is over and like china's lifted its borders and you can go and come back
3: i want to go back home i I want to go to the states um i want to see you know i want to go home i want to go home for a lot of reasons yeah um and then i want to go to spain you know to my wife i want my wife to go home she wants to go home too so you know i want to go see my spanish family but outside of those two places i would like to go uh well, actually, no. I, my, my, one of my, my dreams goals is to like have a van, build an RV, like van that you can like live in. Love that. And like road, road trip around the States.
0: That sounds awesome.
3: Basically around America in general, because I kind of yeah. want to take it to South America too. I want to you know, do the same. Up to Canada. Yeah. So that's one of my goals. Down. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, a lot of YouTube videos about that. So
0: Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Man,
3: life. Great. I really want to do that. Travel, play music. Yeah. And that work online. Crazy. Yeah,
0: hopefully it. that we can like do all this shit like by 2021, right? Cause like.
3: No, I'm thinking more like 2022. Okay. I'm gonna need some, I wanna, I want again, I just wanna be financially responsible. Yeah, that's that's true, one that's thing true, I've true. learned from this is like, I wanna like put myself in a better position financially. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, for I'm me, just, I don't would, know. You, you maybe be able to do it by next year, but I no, I, I, I don't fucking it. think
0: so. <laughs> I don't think so either. But I'm just hoping that we're allowed to be able to do it next year. Oh
3: yeah, for sure. <laughs> Right. Yeah. 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 like, who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows, right? And which is scary because like, um, I don't know how what travel is gonna look like after this. Like, are oh, our planes gonna be designed differently now because we're all so uh, tight in a plane? You know what I mean? Are everybody gonna be wearing masks? Is it gonna be more expensive? Like, uh, who knows what it'll look like? You know?
4: All right. All right. Yep.
3: Hundred percent.
0: It's gonna hey, be weird.
3: It. It'll probably get more expensive. I think so. <laughs>
4: Um, but I mean, like it kind true. of should be
0: expensive where it's, it's, it's like planes are destroying the environment and like we're flying all over the world and there's no consequences for us to, like Thailand um, is like obviously all about um, tourism. Right. And there's, they're, they're, they're dying right now without their tourism. But I mean, at the same time, their environment is thriving. So, I mean, like that tourism is kind of like fucking ruining the country. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. So what the hell is the, you know what wow. I mean? Like, so hopefully maybe they're thinking of, uh, other ways they can diversify their economy because, like, just solely surviving on tourism that depletes your natural resources is not super smart either. You know what I mean? Like, I think sure, these sure. kind of ideas are going to come up more and more where people are thinking about, you know, the new normal or the new world, right?
3: right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, renewable renewable energy, yeah, and uh, and alternative energy is something that you know we we could have we could be we could do a better job, with. and I just want to again try to hold people that represent me responsible, you know, for yeah. having these conversations. Yeah, because like this, these are create jobs, yes, create opportunities, create businesses, and this is what my community needs. You know, like if you if you anybody was asking me what the African European diasporic uh, community needs, or black people, is <laughs> <'cause> they. <laughs> Businesses, man, businesses, yes. jobs, resources, yes. education. You know, at the end of the day, you know, like, yeah, the violence is horrible. Um, but, you know, but it's, it's again, it, it all goes back to, I think it all starts in poverty. Yeah. And, and I feel like all of these problems lead to you know, poverty. Certain neighborhoods, certain people in certain neighborhoods just have, have a tougher go at it. Yeah. And because they have a tougher go at it, things like crime, Things like violence happened
4: yeah. and they
3: proved to happen in all communities, not just brown and black communities, but all communities. as poor people as violence, period, you know, like that's just how it works. Yeah. So, but nobody ever wants to talk about the, like, I mean, not nobody, but I think more people now are talking about the root of this problem, which is like right. poverty, like lack of resources, lack of education.
4: Right? Yep. And this is, and
3: healthcare. And, and healthcare. And, yeah. I uh,
0: I couldn't agree more man like that's that's exactly what it is and that's what I'm hoping Maslows that, Yeah all of this maybe this pandemic and all of this fucked up shit will uh help us sort of like bring us out of a rut f- what w- that we're currently in in terms of like human rights around the world right
4: mm.
0: Cuz it's it is this this covid um pandemic has really shown us like all the holes we have in terms of like um healthcare <laughs> uh lots of other things you know like the supply chain of food i think i remember back in april when they were just like throwing away meat and like throwing away milk and dairy and food like literally just like throwing away food like they're fucking starving people in the world like why the fuck are we throwing away food what the fuck is going on right
4: right
0: so i just hope that like all of that and like everything that's happening does help us sort of get into like a new way of being in a new, a new world because fuck man, yeah. something's gotta, something's gotta change. And that's, that's sort of my like yeah. most positive way you can think about it, I think.
3: <laughs> I think, they, I mean, it's, yeah, things are changing and it's, it's great, it's great to see. And, uh, you know, we have an, in the States, we have an election coming up, it's very important. And uh, there's elections all the time, but. yeah. Um, yeah. But Got this, a, but this one coming up is
0: very, very important.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to think they're all important, but beca- based on the last four years, this one—I mean, the national one—this time you can put some emphasis on that just because of what's happened over the last year.
0: fucking lose. And, leader- and the
3: lack of leadership. And the lack of leadership. One hundred percent.
0: Fuck that orange idiot! Oh my god. Well.
4: <laughs> Agent Orange.
0: Agent Orange, motherfucker. Um, well, I'm going to, I have uh, one last question for you and then, uh-huh. um, I'll let you go. Cause we have been talking for like an hour and a half and it feels like literally 20 minutes, <laughs>
4: which is That's awesome.
0: Great. Um, is my last question for you, you've already kind of touched on this. Um, but what's one piece of advice I think that you're going to give everybody just how to live your life better, how to stay happy. Um, just any piece of advice that
4: you would give us today. Uh
3: Don't be too hard on yourself. Um there's there are there are a, a lot of factors you know for people like me who I can't say that for everybody. Everybody that advice doesn't apply to everybody. Mm. That apply, I said that advice applies to people who who use the word should a lot. Like, things should be this way, should yes. be that way. Uh, my life should be like this, I should, I should have this, I should have these things. And it's just like, there are a lot of factors at play mm. that determine the lives that we have. Um, and we can't control all of them. Yeah, there's always a personal responsibility piece. And, but often that part gets highlighted in the conversation. And then all the other factors, you know, that, that, that encompass that don't. Like the conversation for like, for somebody who wants to like burn fat, right? Mm-hmm. Conversation about obesity. There's always the personal responsibility. People like harp on that. It's like, yeah, you gotta work out, you gotta do this, you gotta eat healthy. What, is, what, what about, I mean, but let's have a conversation about, you know, the profit, the profit that comes from obesity.
4: Mm-hmm. Like
3: the companies that have made millions and billions of dollars you know, championing obesity. Yeah. Let's talk about how you can go in any store and 80 to 90% of the products, you know, contribute to obesity. Yeah. You know, let, let's talk about the lack of healthcare, you know, and the lack of education about, you know, what your body needs and how to, you know, properly get your macronutrient balance, mm-hmm. you know, like education, there's an education piece. So I'll say, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself because, you know, everything, everything in life, even with like mental health, same thing. There's so many factors that go into, you know, what encompasses a life. And then there's like what you learn from your parents and parents aren't perfect. And um, what you learned in your school systems, which aren't perfect either. So it's like, you know, I want to do a better job of not being so hard on myself all the time um, about what I feel like I should have and just be grateful for what I do have and, and, and use what I do have to just continue to build a future that I could be proud of. So,
0: yeah. I love that. That's really lovely. Um, I'm the queen of being too hard on myself and I'm definitely a should person. So I've been like working really mm-hmm. hard on not being so crazy about like not being productive right now because definitely mm-hmm. I'm somebody that needs advice like that. I'm a workaholic, mm. I love to like, create a company, for sure. always be working,
4: for sure. for so sure. I've been going
0: fucking nuts, not doing yeah. that, um, something yeah. that's helped me, that uh, you definitely touched on, was, was exercise and um, like health. Uh, I've always been a big advocate of healthy eating, but now I've also started being like more into exercise and that's really fucking helped my mental health, otherwise I think I'd be going It
4: goes crazy. a
3: long way, it yeah. goes a long way. Yeah. And that's not something we learn either. Yeah. <laughs> It's not something necessarily some people are taught some people learn that yeah you know some people have great parents who teach them that and have yep. great schools and all that but like the average person that i know didn't yep. learn that they had to learn that on their own yep. the university through self self-education you
0: got it and we're all still learning and i think this pandemic is like all teaching us a lot about ourselves
3: yeah yeah there is a pandemic happening. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it was really nice yeah. to get to know more about you today. So thank you so much for coming yeah, on.
3: No problem. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. It's been thank so great you. to this talk to great. you. And I guess I'll talk to everybody again soon.
3: Pass the Bag Podcast. Thank you. Yeah,
1: awesome.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. Love you. <laughs>
1: you. Love you. Get up with the sunrise. Just for a smile in my mom's eyes. When I send the paper, so she can supersize and get McDonald's with the big fries Oh how my soul dies When I can't provide The difference from those that do and don't are those that try Collect coins for the keys Like Mario and Louise To know that my wifey got a man who can stand and not have to live on his knees You and I burst will so show me And it will show thee The crevice of second guessing The light inside overflowing I'm doing the best that I can, cause that's what I man do.
2: I'm gonna my clan, and baby, here is a sample. This for the try, We gotta stay alive. With everything we got, just so we'll survive. Black light I wanna feel for the heartless So they know they can fly I'm gonna cry regardless When I'm rich or broke I'm gonna show my ninja Cause those are my fault Love kills the hate man Can't say ¡Gracias! Yeah. It was all a dream, I had a dream King B told us Yeah we gon' try, yeah we gon' try, yeah we gon' try Cause we got a chance Oh we gon' die, oh we gon' die, oh we gon' die And that is the plan Can't stop, won't stop, can't stop, won't stop, can't stop, won't stop Did it told us? One cup, two cup, red cup, blue cup, old cup, new cup, people in cup I'm doing the best that I can, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna rip on my clan and baby, here is a sample to try, we gotta stay alive, with everything we got cause so we'll survive
1: Be tough enough Never be rough enough Never be good enough Never be hood enough Never Nanka, nah. Never Whether you sever Or brave everything Whether you spend it all Or save everything You can take the credit Or blame everything Take it for granted And have the same everything Never ever will you do it Keep telling yourself Never can you get through it Keep yourself in the hell Then got yourself in the jail And kept yourself in the spell Yeah, that's a good boy Be a puppet, puppet master of the Trojan of Troy. Take the Trojan and joy. You'll probably come up short. You were never that good in sports. You never, not once had a clue, or the nice shoe, or a nice truth. You never turned your back. Never were you stunting. Never had nothing. Now ain't that something.